What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, D. Scott Panza, here to bring you week five of the NFL season, the predictions against the spread. Once again, recap last week how we're feeling, which was pretty solid all around. Uh, and then talk Thursday night foosball. So, great. I like what we were talking before, Scott. On paper, beautiful. But how are we doing, Scotty? Oh, man. I mean, awesome. Awesome Thursday night game. And we were talking about it before the pod. You know, most of the games, although on paper they looked ugly, aside from Texans-Panthers, the Thursday nights have been great. Mm-hmm. The, the game, uh, last week we had Bengals-Jags uh, come down to a field goal. So, um Hopefully this uh, this one lives up to the billing. We got our we got our man Danger Russ uh, in Thursday night where he hasn't lost since his rookie year on Thursday night nine and one career. Uh, you know uh, we know we're we're hopping on board with our guy uh, Russell Wilson. Ooh, I uh, you know I wait, I'm gonna go back to last Thursday night game because the biggest headline that came out of that game wasn't anything that actually happened on the field. It was old Urban Meyer <laughs> hanging back in Ohio, not flying back with his team, and going to his bar and having a good time. I mean, congrats, man. You tied one on. I mean, <laughs> you really got after it. That USC job's looking better and better by the minute, I'm sure. I know, I know. And in Southern Cal, they can keep this stuff under wraps and the NFL and then, and then, and then, all of it comes out and you're, you're dealing with uh, guys who make more money than you. So uh, yes. if they're going to be uh, flying back to Florida and uh, getting in the, the building the next day, you better bet your butt you should be there as well. Mm-hmm. Missing the flight home, I mean, I don't leader of a team that is not leader of a team type move and uh you know the the urban meyer experiment going uh swimmingly i really think the owner's in a bad spot though the owner can't just go fire him because then he looks like a dunce for hiring him in the first place right. he's got to save face a little bit more time Somewhat. uh i i mean just say you know tough tough sledding for uh mr khan and the in the NFL so far and yeah. you know you got you got to write this ship quickly because if you anger Trevor Lawrence he's going to hold out just like Deshaun Watson's holding out in Houston he's going to be like get me out of here mm-hmm. he should have done that he should have pulled an Eli Manning uh-huh. from the get go don't let me go to Jacksonville I won't report I'll sit out the season and someone would have made a sweet offer like Miami right now would have been thrilled to have Trevor Lawrence <laughs> yeah. instead of Tua mm-hmm. uh, I mean but He's now playing, uh, and he's... <laughs> he looked good on Thursday night. did look good. He did look good. But, uh, you know, you need coaching in the NFL. You, you can't, just, uh, can't just rely on, uh, you know, your guy-given skill. Now he's matched his loss total from college and high school combined in his first four yeah. weeks in the NFL. Impressive. <laughs> probably going to exceed it this weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it took Urban 52 games at Ohio State to lose four games as well, so... Yeah, welcome to the big show. Uh, <laughs> but let's. Um, so, you're feeling dan- dangerous tonight on the uh, plus two and a half at home. Yeah, so I'm on plus two and a half. I'm on on the money line, and then I teased eight and a half over forty seven. So uh, I got a yeah. lot of action for Thursday night. I, you know, it, Russell Wilson just sucks me in, sucks me in. But uh, I'll tell you, I have had so many people text me today. I love the Rams today. Pulled the office. Love the Rams. So yeah, you know, just like last, uh, just like Sunday night, just like Sunday night. Got to you got to swallow, swallow hard because it it doesn't feel great, but. 
you just gotta you gotta grab the points here. Home dog, short week in division, tailor made for the junkies here. You're really teeing me up for a PG-13 comment there, Scott. Spitters are quitters. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I'm, oh God, it's tough because I just, after watching the Seahawks defense every week, and then you, I mean, the Rams had a down week last week, and I'm sure everyone's licking their chops to try and get back on the explosive bandwagon that the, the Rams are capable of doing on offense. But Thursday night. In Seattle, I'm sure fans are going to be in loud. Division, yeah. yeah, in division, division exactly. These are tough games. These are tough games, mm-hmm. especially when you got to travel for them. Yep, nobody knows you better and than they them. They just played a, a tough game last week in division against Arizona. A lot of running, you know. Uh, I just, I just really like the spot. I don't think at home the Rams would be laying, you know, seven points essentially. Right. Just don't yeah, think that's, that's the number. Um. Do you want to give a quick recap on how you went last week? I last week. Go ahead. Yeah, you go first. No, no, no. You, no, you, you go first. I'll, all I was going to say is I made a rookie mistake last minute. I switched from um, the Cowboys were my lock, and I switched it oh. to the Broncos. You were very confident with me on the pod last week too with the the Cowboys, so I'm disappointed to hear that. I yeah, I just last minute was like, you know what? I feel good about the Broncos, and then that, I just went full mush. I, I, I second-guessed myself. Rule number one. good too early for the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, last week was a really, really good week, 3-2, uh, and 4-1. and one. Um, You know, I was really on the fence. I, I think I switched my picks like 10 times before submitting them between Giants and Eagles, and I hopped on the Eagles as home dog rather than the Giants, and mm-hmm. that was that would have swung 4-1, uh, and 4-1. One, and one. But, uh, you know, still a good week. We uh, leverage play on the Chargers, uh, never in doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the other one? Oh, Wonka Vader, Jets, win outright, keep your points Vegas. We are all yeah. over that. Uh, L on the, the Broncos, that hurt, and then uh, a, a pitter-patter of uh, – Bills, Pats. Um, man, <laughs> I had the Bills enough. locked in too, and I was like, I can't, I can't do oh, this. <laughs> I backed I just, out. I, I had to. I had to. It was just, it was so juicy, and then ugh, forty to nothing. Incredible. I mean, just beat the brakes off of them. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't not even. Oh, poor guys. That's just tough. Yeah, tough for Davis Mills, and um, I don't know. I'm missing one, but it was a very good week. Uh, had. Uh, Disappointed on the Pats. It's tough to second guess Bill Belichick kicking the fifty-six yarder. Uh, but I think you just got to you got to try to get a first down and, and give Nick Falk a, a little bit shorter of a field goal yeah, there. Um, I agree. You know he just he's he's not a distance kicker. If you get him in from fifty and better, and I really think the de- decision tree there is. You know, you get the first down, you have better than a 50% chance of kicking the field goal. Right. You don't, you know, I don't think that's a 50-50 field goal there. So mm-hmm. I, I would have went uh, went for it, kicked the field goal uh, after you convert. And the biggest bummer, though, is Jacoby Myers was wide open on the third down tip ball. If he caught, I mean, if that ball doesn't get tipped, the Pats win that game. Mm-hmm. So game of inches. Yep, that's true. Don't fumble week one. You're you're two and two, and that ball doesn't get tipped. You're three and one. Yep, that's the NFL. Yep, one would say it is a game of inches. I feel like I saw that in a movie one time, but you know. <laughs> hey, speaking of movies, Scott, has anyone told you you sound like you're from London? <laughs> you got that movie? Yeah, no one's ever. 
Oh, that is, uh, that's, uh, oh, God, come on. Okay. Sarah Marshall. Yep. Oh, God, great film. Um, Falcons, Jets, Falcons minus three. Uh, just saw Calvin Ridley not traveling with the team. Calvin Ridley not traveling, Russell Gage out, and then people now watch Jets off the win are going to go pile into uh, – the Jets this weekend, you got two rookie head coaches making the London trip. This is a full pass for me. I don't trust either one of these guys. I, I mean, I know Ridley out, but I could still see Mike Davis, Cordero Patterson, Kyle Pitts, and Hayden Hurst doing the job to the Jets. Uh, so I'm not going to hop on a rookie traveling out to London. I'm not going to hop on a, a rookie coach either side of this one. So this is a, a, a full pass. I want no part of this game. Love what the Jets did for us last week, uh, but I'm not touching uh, two rookie head coaches going to London. So I think it's just that there's no value here. Uh, I don't know what to expect from these two teams traveling. Matt Ryan looks completely washed, but Zach Wilson, you know, before the last week, he couldn't score any points. So pass, hard pass. Cordell Patterson must have found the Lazarus pit because, I mean, that guy just like a phoenix has just ascended from the ashes of his career. But uh yeah last week i can't tell you how nauseating it was to lock in my picks with both new york teams but i just i can't <laughs> it's one of those where i i rolled the the dice and i i hit and it's like you know what i'm gonna take my winnings and i'm gonna walk away uh i will if i can help it i will probably never touch either of these teams as long as the rest of the season goes unless the jets get it just a <coughs> sorry no, <laughs> a stupid line uh, moving forward. I'll just have to just kind of watch from the sideline as Zach Wilson tries to see how many interceptions he can throw and still win an NFL football game. Uh, <laughs> a little Sunshine State battle here. Tampa Bay uh, at home, minus 10, taking on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, this is uh, another one that uh, I really want to stay away from. Uh, reason being is, you know, Bucks should really lay on this Dolphins team. The trend is completely just to, to wash away the Dolphins right now uh, because Jacoby Brissett's terrible. But the Bucks defense just is not very good right mm-hmm. now. I know that Tom Brady and Co. should light it up on this team, but you know they really do miss Gronk right now. Uh, and I think it's just it's a bit too many points off a very emotional road win to come back and just stick it to this Dolphins team. But I don't have any confidence in the Dolphins going to this game and winning. So another one, I know, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I, it's a full pass for me. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to get there with the Dolphins going into the year. They were looking like seven-point dogs in this one. They're getting three, and I don't think Tua being out is worth three points. But I just uh, I can't get there with the with either team. So this is another full pass for uh, the big guy here. Yeah, Bucks are – like you said, defensively still trying to figure things out, which, again, is hysterical because everyone before the season, they're bringing all 22 starters back. Oh, my gosh. Offense, defense, everyone's back. woo And, you know, it's – what have we seen since then? There's been – they've gotten worse since last year. Yeah. Um, now, they had the – probably pref- the – they peaked in the Super Bowl defensively last year. So, I think that's what is in everyone's mind still is that – capability on defense and they just aren't there um and i'm with you offensively without gronk i feel like tom doesn't have that safety valve and that big body over the middle 
Um, you saw that early in route by Mike Evans, and Tom went a little high with it. I mean, wet ball, but still, Mike Evans just like, nah, like I'm not even gonna try, yeah. and uh, and go for that. So, this is an offense that could explode and put up 35 points, or they could just score 17. I I have no idea what they're gonna do offensively ever. Um, and so for that, I'm actually going to agree with you again, Scott, and I'm going to run the other direction from this game uh, and prevent myself from betting it if I can. Uh, next <laughs> on the ticket. I mean, i got to find seven games in here somewhere. <laughs> Panthers minus three at home against the Eagles. You know, this, one, this one's throwing me for a loop because, uh, you know, the – the Eagles looked bad last week, and they continue to look really bad on defense. Uh, but Jalen Hurts and Co., you know, they, they can really move the ball. Uh, I would think that a lot more money would be coming in on the Panthers, open four and a half and down to three. Uh, I don't really get it. I think the Panthers' defense is, is stout. Uh, I think they're going to cause some real problems for Jalen Hurts traveling. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the spread should be higher. Uh, I'm going to uh, go against uh, the line movement. I'm going to lay it through with the Panthers. It looks like Christian McCaffrey is going to be back in this game. Panthers' offense looks fantastic. Sam Darnold, five rushing touchdowns, which is incredible. Uh, I have a ton of him most in, of the uh, league. in fantasy. I think that's the most rushing right. touchdowns in the NFL right now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, uh, I, I got to lay the three here. I think they're just going to score all over the Seagulls' uh, defense. I think this is this number's a little short. So I'm definitely laying the three on Sunday. Yeah, I, I like the Panthers in this spot as well. I, last week I was on the Cowboys against him, uh, and luckily I was on that side. They came back late. I think they just had a couple of rough, rough plays, and, and they're figuring each other out still with Sam Darnold. Uh, this is an Eagles team that, I just don't think is is very good. Uh, and if CMC's back, I think you can even get him and uh, Hubbard on the field at the same time. And you can go like cool dual yeah. back action and, and use McCaffrey a little bit more as a receiver. Uh, along, I mean, they have a lot of weapons on this offense uh, around Darnold, and I, I think they can easily put up points against this Eagles team. Uh, next, the football team, plus two and a half, taking on Jameis and the Saints. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, man, Jameis. I mean, all the people telling me how great Jameis is. I don't think it looks too great this year, guys. <laughs> I think we got pumped the brakes on comeback player of the year and all that nonsense. I mean, uh, he's just a very limited passer. You can't trust him to make big decisions. Uh, but the Washington defense looked pretty terrible so far this year, and they had a eke one out against uh, the Falcons last week. But uh, you're going to hold a gun to my head. I'm going to be in a position to bet a home dog off a win with a, a an ex- more exciting quarterback in Tyler Henneke uh, and a pass rush that eventually has to get there for this team. Yeah. So I think uh, the, the right side is backing the football team again here. I mean, Terry McLaurin's just – an absolute freak. The concern is their injury report is very, very long. So pending what I see from the injury report uh, this weekend, you know, especially someone like Antonio Gibson, uh, see how that all plays out. Definitely be waiting to decide on this game. But, uh, you know, going into the year, it was looking like a Washington football team, uh, one point they should be buying two and a half with uh, with Jamison Coates. So, uh, football team or bus pending injury reports. Now we're getting to the part of the year where 
there's less games and a lot of injuries you got to monitor. It's not as clean as it was, you know, the first few weeks of the year. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like you said. I mean, Vegas, they're getting their material just like we're getting our material, and these lines are just going to get dicier and dicier. Um, the, the witching hour gets more and more intense every single week. It feels like you get about halfway through the third quarter, and you're like, "Oh, I'm feeling good." Like I'll check on Action Network, everything will be green, and then I watch like five minutes of football, and then I look back at my phone, and all my bets are red. I'm like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> I mean, you just every week it's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Eventually, this defense, this front four for Washington, like they're keeping six or seven in the box. And if I'm Washington, I, you got to start sending more bodies because they're keeping them in there and they're demanding double teams on the defensive line. But they're also keeping people in. And yes, you can drop back, but you guys are getting toasted still, even though you're going max coverage on every single down. You're still getting absolutely shredded. So. <sighs> Pick something here. Either get home or try and play defense or coverage, and they're just they're not doing that. So, you know, A plus B equals C type of deal, and <laughs> I just move on to the next thing. Uh, next on the card, speaking of the urban legend, the Jaguars plus four and a half at home against their divisional rival, the Tennessee Titans. Oh man, Derrick Henry is just demolished the Jaguars defense in his career. He just absolutely destroyed him. Uh, And that is a guy that you don't want to be defending when, uh, you know, uh, enthusiasm for the the team and the coach is in question. You're going to be making some business decisions late in games if you see uh, the big dog uh, barreling towards you. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I think it's lay the four and a half with the Titans. There's no way the Jags are better than the Jets and the Titans were just laying seven on the road there with no receivers. A.J. Brown should be back. It looks like Julio could be back for this one. I think just uh, a really tough spot for the Jaguars. A lot of noise there, not the good type of noise. And, uh, you know, I don't think uh, they're too enthusiastic about playing for uh, their old ball coach right now. I know everyone's going to bet them. I know it's a square spot, but I really like the Titans to right the ship after last week, especially with A.J. Brown back, especially because the Jaguars can't stop anyone on defense. So big big Derrick Henry game on Sunday. I'm going to lay the four and a half with the Titans. It'll be a square spot, you know, picture Pulp Fiction. Uh, Miss Mia Wallace giving me the square. That's, that's me this weekend with the Titans. Yeah, I, I like uh, what you're saying, Scott. Here's a here's a little life lesson uh, for the Jaguars. If you're having criteria, you're like if you want criteria to examine a struggling team, here are three things to look for: one, trust issues; two, dysfunctional environment; and three, selfishness. Spoken by Urban Meyer on Fox Sports, like last Fantastic. year. Fantastic. It's unreal. Oh, Irony man. is just, just. Hold on, I hold on. He has a bar named after himself in Ohio. Well, it's his bar he owns. It. I forget what it's called though. But like literally, where the chick was grinding on him, there's a picture of him and his wife in the bar, like up top, where they have like all the painting of like him coaching. Oh my god! Yeah, incredible. It's beautiful. Incredible. I mean, absolutely magnificent. So, whatever the deal is, man, I just hope it gets figured out because. I got two books from him sitting in my office right now at home that I'm like, so did you just you make a quick buck off of me here or what's the deal? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I like 
Derrick Henry in this spot, I just think, one, it's almost like you're going back into Jacksonville after what or No, sorry, that was the Colts. I got in-division team mixed up there. Uh, but, yeah, there's just got to be – this Jacksonville team is either going to come out with their hair on fire because the players are now running the team or it's they're just going to be so dead. The, did you see the players broke down one of their huddles with grind? It was grind on three, grind on yeah. three. I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. So it's, a lot it's of people – No, beat writers were raising, raising red flags early in the season. So here we are now uh, facing the music of, of what is actually there. Uh, next on the card, <sighs> last week was frustrating to watch these guys. Scott Vikings minus nine and a half against the Detroit Motor City Kitties. Oh, our Detroit Lions. We just, we know thee so well. And <laughs> I, I, I love the spot. I love, love, love the spot for him here. I just don't think Kirk Cousins should be laying almost 10 points. I think it's just, you know, I was trying to go back to sit today to see how they've done as massive favorites with Kirky at the helm. And uh, quick glance, not exactly fantastic guys uh, <laughs> laying a ton of points. Uh, I think the last time was 19. They did cover uh, 12 against these uh, Motor City Kitties, uh, winning by 13. But, uh, you know, I think the Lions are going to fight. I think they they. Uh, they were disappointed last week, as we expected them to do against uh, the Bears' pass rush. But I don't see the pass rush really getting to Jared Goff this week. Uh, so I think nine and a half in division is a bit too many points. I'll hop back on the Lions this week. This is going to be our team this year. This Lions team, we're going to be all over them. And I think Kirk Cousins still banged up Dalvin Cook is going to be a little mm-hmm. bit of a problem. Uh, so I'm going to hop on. Lions lose by seven, cover the large number. As long as we win. Plus, they, really plus all the I care Lions about. burned all the public last week, everyone backing them. Uh, so I feel <laughs> like there's going to be on. real reluctance yeah. <laughs> to hop back. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, nine and a half with this defense is why I don't feel. Now, last week they stood on their head, which I don't I don't know if that's more the defense or Baker Mayfield missed like five passes to Obi Hote. What, what was so, that game? 14 oh, 7? Come yeah. on. Scoring on the open went like 80 yards or 75 yards opening drive. Like, I was like, wow, we looked good. Then we stopped him on fourth down. I'm like, wow, we looked good. And then that was it. That was the rest of the game. Uh, next up, we got to pick them between the Denver Broncos and the Pittsburgh Steelers. This one being played at Heinz Field. Uh, it looks like Teddy Bridgewater will be back for this game, so we're going to be back on the Broncos. I mean, Big Ben just looks terrible. He's facing a really tough defense off a, a disappointing loss at home. I think the Broncos travel travel east and make his life very uncomfortable. Uh you know, the beat reporter news is that it doesn't matter how things go for Big Ben this year. He's not coming off the field. They should really think about uh, maybe getting him off the field and finding a replacement ASAP because he looks horrid. He's all banged up. I feel like their whole offense is banged up. And I just think uh, the Broncos show up. Uh, they cause some turnovers. Even if Teddy Bridgewater is 100% there, they should get there on this Steelers team. Uh, there's just too much talent on the Broncos, especially defensively. Uh, so I'll, 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 I'll be on the pick them and the Broncos. It's honestly depressing, you know, just watching Big Ben because he's one of those – he was a cornerstone of, like, the quarterbacks that I watched growing up. And, you know, like last year, it's just like, just go out, man. Just ride off into the sunset. I know it didn't finish the way you wanted to, but just 
just ride out, man. Just give up. <laughs> just call it quits. Yeah, he came back. He was in the best shape of his life. He did look he good physically. He did look good. Maybe we need to go back to just like drunk, homeless, kind of rapey Big yeah. Ben. And they start winning <laughs> games again. But hey, uh, who am I to judge? Uh, I'll probably be on Broncos in this one as well, Scott. Next on the ticket, Packers traveling to Cincinnati. Uh, Bengals plus three at home. Aaron Rodgers seems to be awoken from his slumber. It appears so, and uh, just a huge uh, coaching discrepancy in this one. Uh, you know, Zach Taylor and co, they are uh, coming off uh, another win. They are home dogs. Uh, people are pounding the Packers here, and the spread's not moving. Uh, so a little cause for concern. I'm sure this is going to be a super popular play in the contest, so most likely a fade for me in the contest. But I do mm. think I, I want to be hopping on the Packers here uh, with some uh, some cold hard cash. Um, mm. You know, I think uh, the the Bengals have exceeded expectations this year, being three and one. The the look ahead line going into the season uh, was looking Packers minus three. I think uh, the Packers have certainly raided the ship after their week one debacle against the saints but uh you know i i do think that the packers should be laying a, a couple more points uh to this Bengals team probably though if it was Bengals plus four i'd be hopping all over the Bengals and uh you know cursing myself on sunday after i bet on zach taylor again uh, <laughs> so I, I i just don't see how the Bengals uh defense holds up against Aaron Rodgers and they still have a lot of offensive line issues. So I think Packers uh, D line gets uh, to Burrow. And I think this is a seven point game. So three, probably not a contest play, just given uh, the, the tsunami of money that's going to come in on the, uh, the Packers here. Yeah. I will probably just be playing this cash as well. Um, Cause I do think Packers are hot now. Bengals undefeated at home, but yeah, they beat the Vikings the and the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the Jags. So you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, I combine six points. Yeah, exactly. Disgusting. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that, I mean, they needed uh, they needed a last second field goal against the Jags. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> come on. Yeah, and you're gonna go against Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron's probably licking his chops after what Trevor Lawrence was able to do with his feet last week. So now definitely. I'm sure a lot of people, Scott, which I think would probably be why Sharps are on it, is Bengals got a little bit longer rest. I would think would kind of be the thought process. Get some T. Higgins healthy for sure. Uh, You know, it's just got to keep Burrow upright. Um, But I do think he benefited from a really porous Jags defense last week. I think uh, a little reality check here and, uh, you know, Packers take it to him. Yeah. Uh, next on the card, your Pats traveling to Houston minus eight and a half oh, for the Patriots. Home dogs off a shutout loss are now twenty-two and six against the spread since twenty fifteen. It's an unreal stat. It's you need to tweet that out. Uh, yeah, I might have to. I'll definitely have it in the write-up, but I'll tell you, it's just it's. I don't feel comfortable betting the Pats here. They look very good on Sunday Night Football, but I don't think this offense has shown to anyone that they should be laying more than a touchdown. So I think this is Texans or bust. I think massive leverage play. 
Uh, I know Davis Mills is terrible in the past defense. You know, you're going to have the Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks, rookie coaches trends. So yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a trend week here uh, with this game. So going to the head, I'm going to take the Texans. I don't think you should bet the Pats in this spot. I think it's just more ultra square uh, in this trend, 22 and 6 against the spread at home. Oh, no, no, that's not just any team off a home. Ever. Off a shutout loss the next week, 22-6 and six against the spread. I mean, that's what pretty the, wild. So. What the Dolphins do after the Bills game? Uh, the Dolphins, they lost last week. So, oh, so yeah, maybe it's 22-7 uh, and seven then. Okay. So, playing our odds then. Playing our odds. We still, should. This should wild. be the one that off of the shutout should hit for flipping quarters here. Should, on paper. Talk about puking away a game and it's heading to Texans on Sunday. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe I might do it. I might do it. I probably will do it actually. <laughs> and just be so angry about it, but might have to. Yeah. We'll move into the afternoon game or later in the afternoon games here. We got first one on the card Raiders back home in the death star minus five and a half taking on Justin Fields. Now officially QB one. Oh, uh, Mac sideways, sideways, every which way, bears. Ooh. Five and a half is disrespectful right now. I think the Raiders showed their true colors last week against the Chargers. I think this Bears defense, yes, in the secondary had been a little problematic, but the pass rush, assuming Khalil Mack, assume Akeem Hicks are playing on Sunday, this is a game I want to be all over. Monitor the injury report, assuming that they're a go. What I read today is that it's looking up for them. But Bears on Sunday, I want to be all over. I think Justin Fields is going to have a field day with this uh-huh. Raiders defense and secondary. So I want to be uh, riding the field train while teams don't adjust for him. They only have limited tape. And the Raiders defense isn't the type of defense that I'm going to be scared of, I think. Keep your points. Vegas, Bears go on the road. They win this one. Matt Nagy continues to cool down. They came through for us last week. I think this is another really good spot for them. I think Raiders still overvalued. I, I don't buy him. I don't buy Derek Carr. I don't buy his limited weapons. I think he's got there in some some lucky spots so far this year. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the the Panther uh, the Bears on Sunday. Yeah. Um... Did you know that the Steelers' true colors are black and silver, Scott? Fun fact. Uh, <laughs> uh, at the Death Star, Chucky? With my boy Legatron back there kicking for the Raiders? I mean, ooh. Did he miss field goal this past weekend? I he think did. he did. He got announcers jinxed pretty hard. They were like, he's made 15 oh. arrows, Steve Levy. Um, I'm sorry, my son is crying in the back. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> um <laughs> Happy camper. Uh, next, that, yeah, can't wait. Uh, next on the ticket, we got Chargers after Herbert was in his bag on Monday Night Football. I mean, he was slinging the rock, taking on the Browns. And I was really happy that Miles Garrett got a uh, a random drug test on Monday after how huge <laughs> he looked on Sunday against the Vikings. 
Oh man, I, I, I love this Chargers team. I, I really don't understand this line, which you know is supposed to make me want to fade it, but uh, I'm just not going to do it. I, I just I think that the the Chargers defense is just freaking awesome, and I've been really impressed with them so far this year. And Brandon Staley, I think I have to eat a little bit of crow because I was uh, questioning the hire. Uh, when they made it, but uh, I really shouldn't have. Um, you know, uh, this is, he's got this defense playing, you know, fantastically well right now. Uh, Justin Herbert's an absolute stud, and I think he's going to really torch the the Browns secondary. Offensive line for the Chargers has uh, been revamped and improved, and uh, I think this is a you know a frisky team that you know I think they could win the division the way they're trending right now. Uh, so I want to I want to lay the two with the Chargers. I'm sure it's going to be, you know, getting juiced up after the the Browns looked like they did last week. But Baker Mayfield torn labrum in his left shoulder, not his throwing shoulder. He's going to be in a lot of pain. And, you know, that's not what you want in a contract year, um, hmm. you know, to be banged up like that. But, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to hop on the Herbert train. The guy's a stud and uh, we continue to roll with the Chargers here. Yeah, I like Chargers in this spot as well. I think if their O line's able to hold off just long enough, uh, and and I think that they are more balanced than the Vikings are in that uh, they'll be able to get the ground game going. Uh, Cook just didn't look that great, and I think if we were able to run the ball against this defense effectively, uh, it would have been a little. We'd be singing a bit of a different song, but I think the Chargers can run the ball effectively, and that will therefore help them out and buying time in the passing game, keep that defense on their toes. Uh, you just got to worry about uh, Miles Garrett and Clowney really getting after you on the D-line. Miles Garrett is just an absolute genetic freak. I don't understand how a human being looks like that. But I digress. Uh, Herbert playing phenomenal. Ride the hot hand. You know, Don't bite the hand that feeds. I'm with you. Cowboys minus seven taking on division rival the football giants, please don't tell me, Scott. Just don't, don't do it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay away from this one. Um, uh, uh, Cowboys, I, what are they four and zero against spread this year? I, I mean, they're just, uh, they are exceeding expectations. They are doing what everyone predicted them, what they were gonna do last year. Um, uh, I don't buy Jason Garrett revenge narrative while, while traveling to Dallas. I, I know Daniel Jones looked pretty good last week, but he still has a banged up receiving core. Uh, I do think that the Giants are going to catch a little steam off their win against uh, the Saints last week. So this is probably going to be a full fade for me. Uh, going to the head, I, I, I would take the Giants, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to pass. Oh, thank you. Passing on the Jets and the Giants this week makes me so happy. I can't do that again, man. The cardiac arrest was unbelievable. Oh, man. I'll tell you, I was listening to the Jets game, and it was just – it sounded fake. How <laughs> they just tried to give away that game. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, they got there. They Thanks, did. Reggie. Uh, Randy Bullock. Yeah. They tried so hard. Uh, next on the card, if I if – I, I'd probably go opposite of you, though, Scott. I say gun to my head, I would go Cowboys because I think they can just put up points. Um. Next on the card, another divisional matchup. The other side of the quarter of the Thursday night matchup, 49ers-Cardinals, this one taking place in Arizona. Cards minus 5.5 coming off a big, big win. Last undefeated team in the NFL. 
Oh, another every which way. Beam me up. Let's go. 49ers back that, on them. Is that the uh, new one? Beam me up, Scott. Is that what we're doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I, 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 Trey Lance definitely doesn't look very polished, but I think Kyle Shanahan is going to put a game plan in place that the Cardinals are going to be hard-pressed to prepare for. Uh, I know that the Cardinals defense has looked pretty good the last few weeks, but I think there's some massive holes in the secondary. I think Trey Lance poses some massive matchup problems for them. I think someone like Kyle Shanahan uh, getting a full week to prepare for him and the Cardinals not really knowing what's coming is going to be a problem. I think the the, the Niners now getting in a little bit of desperation mode off, off another loss. Uh, but their full complement of offensive guys are healthy. They, they'll have George Kittle, they'll have Ayuk, they'll have Debo Samuel. They should really put up points on this Cardinals defense. So I really like the Niners in this spot, Wonka Vader version 2.0 this weekend, 49ers. Ooh. I, I like that. I like the Trey Lance idea of just getting – it's an extra rusher. It's another guy you got to defend. It's another defender you have to assign to it. So – Shannon's going to take advantage of that guy. That he's a player, he's a coach, excuse me, that plays with every card in his deck. There's there's no stone left unturned with him. So I I I like that idea. I I'm, I'm not totally they sold on it. it yet, but go ahead, Scott. They need it. They do need it. This is a spot they need to win. Uh this was this was the trendy, oh my god, no way they don't get the over team. So they they got to win games like this. They do. Uh, next on the card, the Sunday night game. I'm getting back on the wagon. I'm just gonna say it right up, right up front. I'm doing it. This is, this is the. It has to come to a point at some point. Bills plus two and a half traveling to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Awesome game. I'm with you back on the bandwagon. Uh, I think their defense is just playing a little bit better. I think the Chiefs a little, a little concerned that they got to sign someone like Josh Gordon, who will yeah. definitely be drinking scissor uh, in uh, Kansas City before the end of the season. Um, and, you know, probably an insensitive comment, but I think, you know, if Russell Wilson and Tom Brady couldn't keep him straight, I don't think uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Andy Reid, especially with the, uh, you know, the drug. Uh, Den that he used to run in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, also definitely insensitive to make that comment. Uh, but uh, I, I really sometimes like facts that. are oh, facts, Scott. And then that's... I know, I know, I know, I know. We're not going to be PC here. Yeah. Uh, so Buffalo, I really like them. I think the the defense is playing very well right now. Mahomes has been making some mistakes, uh, and I, the, their defense just can't stop anybody. Their defense cannot stop anybody. Uh, so if I'm on a side, it's going to be the Bills this weekend. I'm probably not going to play either. Uh, I'm not going to play it in the contest most likely because, you know, games like these, I find that people want to play them because they, they're just, you know, it's easy to evaluate Patrick Mahomes or right. Josh Allen. Someone's going to have a side in that one. So, mm-hmm. uh I wouldn't be surprised if this is like uh, the Raiders Dolphins two weeks ago where it was boxed and both sides were the most pot in the top five most played. Uh, but I think Bills is a, the right side. I'll probably have a bunch of uh, overs teased and uh, Bills 10 point teased uh, in this one, but uh, probably not a contest play. Yeah, I already played my, my hand on that one. I'm going with the Bills. It's been, uh, they're hot. And the Chiefs are not. So there's that. I mean, that's just that's as simple as it gets. But that is a fair point, Scott, if you're in a position where I am, <laughs> where you kind of got to make a move against the field here early. 
um, and get back in the race. It's one of those where it's like, do I stay away from it, bet another game, and then just hope that whatever the lower side yeah. is wins in that matchup because <laughs> 80% of the tickets are going to have that one punched. But, yeah, you know, those are things that you got away, and it sucks that I'm already in that position at this point of the season, but we're going to move on. Uh, the matchup of the former uh, Baltimore Colts and the Baltimore Ravens. Here, there's a oh, yeah. little football throwback. Uh, Monday night football. Ravens minus seven taking on the Colts. Uh, probably a full fade. I, I like the Ravens in this spot. Uh, probably going to be a bunch of my survivor plays this weekend. Uh, the ones I have remaining, but uh, I'm probably not going to pick a side in this one. Maybe just a bit too many points the later the Colts. And uh, yeah, so this is, uh, I wouldn't have a lot of confidence in this one. I'm definitely rooting, you know. At least actually, because I have the Ravens under, but I also have the Colts under. But the Colts one looks a lot better than the Ravens one right now, so uh, probably a full fade in this one. Yeah. Either um, way, I'm coming. I'm uh, long term making money on this one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hedging early. Uh, I was laughing when I saw the on the ticker that Lamar is saying the quarterbacks need to be protected more, and I'm like, dude, for a guy like you that literally makes all of his dollars just putting himself out there running around like a maniac you might as well just take a bottle of water and pour it in the ocean because they didn't do anything with cam and he it's just it's not going to happen if you make your money running around like a madman creating plays with your feet you're going to get treated more like a running back than you are if you're tom brady and you're sitting back there like a piece of glass so it's just one of those things And he's like well i can't put on more equipment because they'll slow me down well okay pick your poison then don't you know you can't can't have both ways you can't run upright and get popped and go well protect me it's like well you're fighting for extra yards it's like my least favorite play is when the quarterback's running down the sideline and then last second he steps out and he gets a little shoulder and like like falls down on the sideline then it's 15 yards but then when they're running down the sideline they decide they want to give somebody a shoulder and they run him over and then they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, you like, this is so stupid because it just puts the defender in such a horrible position where they, it's a lose lose every single time. And if I'm the defender, I'm gonna break his neck instead of getting run over. So give me the 15 <laughs> yards, and your butt can sit on the bench the whole time. But anywho, uh, if I'm betting on this, I really don't know. I don't like the Ravens getting a touchdown at all. I just feel like that's way too much. But We'll see. Yeah. I feel like I found three games while we were going through this, Scott. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to have to find some five somewhere here. But uh, really tough card. Like you said, I think this is just going to get the squeeze. The vice grip is going to get tighter and tighter. Uh, yeah, last week. week, I loved the card and definitely don't have the same enthusiasm with this one. Yeah. I can tell you that. It happens. It happens. Well, a monumental day today, Scott, in Pigskin Junkies. History. Are you ready? First female. We're going to talk about female actress. Top three films. I'll let you have the honors, sir. I want to say that I thought we did Jennifer Aniston last year. Did we do Jennifer Aniston? I don't think we did. I don't remember. We really should have have kept track. Poor job. My Excel was just, you know, definitely needed it. I can go Uh, back and and check the ticker. I can can do some research. It's fine. It's fine. It's you. 
yeah, I don't know. If we didn't do Jennifer, we should do her next week okay. uh, because she was in the news today talking about one of her movies with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. She had a uh, put a pillow uh, in between privates during their uh, sex scenes. Nice, great movie. The Good Girl, uh, John C. Riley, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jennifer Aniston, awesome. It's very good. Uh, number three. You know, I'm going to catch flack, and then I'm going to give you – after we go through the top three, I'm going to give you my least favorite Emma Stone movie. Uh, but number three, ha- The House Bunny. Anna Faris. Uh-huh. Anna Faris and Emma Stone. Uh, Anna, Anna Faris is uh, an ex-Playboy model and then is the house mom at Emma Stone's you know, college. I don't know. It's on TNT all the time, <laughs> uh, and it's actually wildly entertaining. You know uh, – so that the house bunny number three i'm still oh. uh number three for me i'm gonna go with god this was a tough one because <sighs> i'm not crazy about all of them eh, well there, there are some but they're all kind of on the same tier for me um i will say man i'm gonna say la la land for me at number three um, I wasn't crazy about the movie overall. I think it got way overhyped, but hey, that's just me. I know it won a lot of Academy Awards, whatever, who cares? Uh, I thought she did a very good job. It's very different from other roles that she's been in where she's kind of just been like the hot, dumb redhead where she's like, hey, like, you know, dance, sing, all that fun stuff where I feel like that's as an actor, that's what you go to school for and you practice all those things. So it was a good chance for her to showcase her skills. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen La La Land, so I'm going to defer to you there. Uh, number two, Zombieland. Uh, wildly entertaining. Woody Harrelson. Uh, what's his face? Berg and another girl. I forget her name, but she was great. Uh, Abigail Breslin. Uh, yeah, uh, just a great comedy action movie. Uh, Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin, uh, you know, meet up with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson on the road while zombies are, you know, taking over the planet. Uh, wildly entertaining zombie land for sure. I didn't, I didn't like the second one, but the first one was very good. Yeah, I still haven't seen Double Tap. Um, this, I, I was going to say Zombie Land for my number two as well. Uh, phenomenal film. Bill Murray scene, absolutely fantastic every single time. Oh, yeah, that's great. I always forget the name of the course where he's just like, yeah, just walk right on. (laughs) And he talks about how everyone's a zombie and he does the makeup. And oh, Bill Murray. So, where the king sleeps. But yeah, I think she does a phenomenal (laughs) job in that film uh, as well. And then, Scott, I'll let you go. Do you want to do an honorable mention and then give your number one if you have an honorable mention? No, I I have the last place one for her. And it's uh, Crazy Stupid Love. That movie is awful. Just a terrible, terrible movie. The, the the whole time, Steve Carell's character is supposed to be best friends with Ryan Gosling. So you mean to tell me he, this guy knows everything about his life? He doesn't know that his oldest daughter is the one that he's about to date at the end of the movie, and that was the big cliffhanger. It was so ridiculous. The 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 son, you know, professing his love to his babysitter was just so freaking absurd. The I hated the movie. Loving him. Oh, God. Awful. Awful. <laughs> last place. Last place. Terrible. <laughs> wow. Blood. But first place, super bad. Uh, I mean, 
Two's Greatest Jewels, uh, Great Jonah Hill, <laughs> Michael Sarah, Emma Stone. Awesome movie. Super bad. Anytime it's on, I, I put it on and I watch it. Crazy thing about my back. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave that one off the podcast. But uh, I'm actually going to go with her most recent film, which I feel like for me at number one, which uh, I guess I'll do honorable mention. I... As a superhero nerd, I really liked her as Gwen Stacy in The Amazing Spider-Man. I think she was a a little bit of a silver lining in that. Uh, I, I thought Garfield was a good cast, too, for Spider-Man, uh, for Peter Parker. They just... It was great. I, I thought those two were phenomenal. But I think the script writing and stuff were just wasn't great i just don't get it like spider-man was a nerd why did he all of a sudden become cool in this version of it and why did they, why do we need so many spider-man movies because so they had the three and then the third one was so bad because sony got their hands dirty and tar- started telling sam rami what he needed to do for his films and what villains needed to be in it so then everyone hated the third one and so then they just didn't make the fourth and then they rebooted it and then garfield was like look you guys need to pay me more than what you're paying me for this role. And so Sony scrapped it again and then Marvel bought it essentially or like worked with Sony to be able to have Spider-Man in their universe. They're actually making good ones. Exactly. Precisely. And the other one I was going to say too was uh, I thought she was good in Birdman, which was another, a, a very different film and a very different vibe for her. I thought she was good in that as well, but didn't make my top three. Number one, her most recent film and where she is the numero uno, like the lead. Cruella was very good. I was pleasantly surprised by that uh, film. I thought she did a very good job of being almost Margot Robbie-esque with Harley Quinn, where she did a very good job of bouncing back and forth of like, I'm a normal, sane human, and then I'm insane, and then I'm normal, insane, normal, insane. So I feel like after a while, it'd be kind of hard to keep that balance and really roll with the um, dual personality syndrome, but she did a good job. So I don't know if you've seen that one yet, Scott, or anyone. That's I, listening. I haven't that's gotten to it. I actually, I want to, I just haven't done it. I, my movie game is off right now. It's all right. Hey, I watched, uh, watched a, uh, Oh, Spectre today. Uh, getting ready for James, oh, Bond, yeah? for James Bond tomorrow. Getting ready. Real excited. I think hey, Daniel, are you going to the theaters? Top. Yeah, I'll go into the theaters to see that one for sure. I Here's a question for you, Scott, and this I'll probably post this one as well. When was the last time you saw, because they're rolling them out now, but commercials for the movie theater? Because I've seen like seven AMC. Because oh, they're trying to like pump it out. Yeah. They're like, get your butt into the movie yeah, theater, I've, please. I've been, seeing a, I've been seeing a bunch of trailers for this new at Damon, uh, Adam Driver, like Medieval uh, Times movie yeah, yeah, yeah. that looks so freaking bad. It's awful. <laughs> it's it so look stupid. Good. Matt Damon. It does not look good at all. If, if Matt Damon isn't in an astronaut suit, I don't want to see the movie anymore. I mean, my goodness. I definitely don't. <laughs> not signing up to go watch that uh, no. train wreck of a movie. Uh, yeah, I have been seeing more commercials. I did watch the, the Sopranos movie. Uh, I thought it was slow, but uh, got there at the end. Uh, I thought I'd be seeing a little bit more of uh, Tony Soprano's son, you know, his uh, James Gandolfini's real son, uh, but he's only in it like half the movie. Uh, I think there's some hot takes you can take from it. Uh, one, spoiler alert, I don't <laughs> think Ray Liotta, the twin brother, is real. Uh, 
and I, I saw a thread on something I read online that that is a, a, a legit theory that I don't think he's a real character. I think it's a figment of Dickie Moltisanti's uh, imagination. Huh. And uh, I think they did uh, Uncle June a little dirty in this movie. They, they, they're they creating a storyline of him uh, playing for their team, which I didn't think was legit. So I don't think it really kept with the uh, the, the, the Sopranos movies. Yeah. The Sopranos. The, the vibe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, did you watch the movie? No, no. And I think I've told you this, and I, I apologize in advance. I have not actually watched that show on HBO. You know, one day you will watch it, and you're going to be pretty pleased. I, I really I want to. I'm excited to. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm, I started um, Band of Brothers because that was like before I hadn't seen that one either. Um, I haven't seen that either. So I started that one, and that's another hike. And then <clears throat> I just got a lot, a lot of shows going on right now. It's nuts. And then the new Game of Thrones is coming out. So it's, it's starting to cook. Starting to cook. Media is coming out hot. Um, but nothing hotter than this pigskin junkies podcast. I can tell you that cause we're going to be hot this weekend. Um, uh, God, you like that one? I, I pulled that transition out of my keister. I like, I like it. I like um, what you did there. <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. going to enjoy this Thursday night game. Um, I'm going to head to the, uh, tip off at the corner, Auburn basketball, hoping to, uh, make another final four trip to in be two in four years. It wouldn't be too bad. It wouldn't be too shabby. So uh, they're rolling out there at Tumor's Corner here in the next three-ish minutes. Uh, got a big matchup against the Georgia Bulldogs this weekend who have given up a total of one touchdown all season. <laughs> so going to need to be uh, going to need to score some points this weekend. And if Georgia doesn't win a national championship this year, they probably never will. Um, but anywho, Junkies, thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know your thoughts. Um, and again, if there's an actress or actor that you want us to talk about, are we, are we going with, uh, our girl, Jen- Jennifer Anson Jennifer next week? Next week? Um, she's got, she's got big filmography. <laughs> thought you were about to hit me with a Monty Python. She's got huge tracts of <laughs> land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a movie. Uh, so but yes, that's going to do it for this week's edition. Once again, please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Follow along on Twitter at pigskin underscore junkies. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We are out of here. Davis Mills, believe. Suck the tape.